Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's game four. The Oilers trying to keep their season alive in the Western Conference Final against the Colorado Avalanche, who have won by scores of 8-6, 4-0, and 4-2. They got an empty netter in the 8-6 game and an empty netter in the 4-2 game. Oilers now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. We're just making sure that horn's working. We are live at Rogers Place, and we are going to open up the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement bet on it. Your thoughts? Uh, your thoughts on where we're at right now? I mean, obviously, no one's happy. The team's down three nothing to Colorado, and like many of us have had a healthy amount of respect for Colorado all season long. What needs to happen for the Oilers to extend the season? I'd like to get your thoughts. So you can talk a bit about the Kane suspension as well. You can also text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. We will tell you, Japanese Village open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Alberta's own Brent Lake Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. You can reach me on Twitter, Bob underscore Stauffer. Brendan Escott uh, produces this show. Uh, co-produces this show. You can reach him at, at Brendan with two E's, Scott with two T's, and the Twitter account for the show is at Oilers Now, and we're going to drop the puck with Blake on line number one. Blake, how you doing? Uh, how are you doing, Bob? Good. Good, yeah. So um, I, I really hope we win tonight. You know, like, despite my concerns about how some of the roster's constructed, we still have Connor McDavid on our team, so... Anything could happen, but I'm just, uh, yeah, like I just wish we didn't give so much time to guys like uh, Cassian and Archibald and maybe got all the way in. Okay, you're breaking up there, but I, I, I get like, the, yep, I get the gist of what you're saying. You would have liked to have seen Holloway play before tonight if he's in. Correct. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of about the breaking up there. Um, what, like, we're playing a team that has skill on all four lines, and our we were doing the same. And whether or not we would have lost anyways to the Avalanche, it just seems like the organization has priorities in the wrong spots. Because hmm. we, we should be looking to beat teams like Tampa. We should be looking to beat teams like the Avalanche. And you, you have to be skilled to do it. You can't have okay. lines of grinders. Now that's is all I would think. Now that said, uh, would you concede that this has been a progressive step this season? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I hope it's, I hope I hope it's gonna pro- continue to progress because this year, like in this summer, if we lose here, like we have the opportunity to really hamstring it if we go for more slow veterans who can hit or something like that. You know what I you mean? Want like, more speed. Look, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, th- I, I see where you're coming from, and I'll take it one step further. Last year, and I'm not being a hypocrite here, in our coaches broadcasters meetings which were done over zoom last year i probably brought evan bouchard up 25 times last year of dave tippett and jim playfair right yeah. i want i wanted bouchard playing last year i am convinced that if he'd played more last year maybe he you know uh takes a little bit different angle on the, on the play that now saying that mike smith will tell you he's got to bail bouchard out there in that jt 100 so, and 
Yeah. I think these these times, this this day and age, you cannot worry about over percolating guys, especially when they're already twenty or twenty one. Okay. Like if they're gonna make it, they're gonna make it then or not. And that's it. All right. Thanks for the call, Blake. Seven eight zero seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Ron from uh, Red Deer. I saw Greg McConkey from Red Deer at the game yesterday. One of the smartest guys I ever went to university with. He was uh, sitting with Cam Moon. We had a good conversation. Uh, real smart fellow. I don't know, Greg, if or Ron, if you knew Greg uh, from Re- uh, Red Deer as well. But Ron from Red Deer, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Bob. And yeah. yes, I've, I've met him too. He's fantastic, and Cam is fantastic. All and right. Bob, you're va- you're fantastic. Well, thank you. That's uh, I don't hear that often. Usually, I hear. Anyways, uh, what do you got for us right now? So uh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> Brendan, can you we see if we can? Uh, in oh, there he goes. Player personnel. Yeah, now we got you. Go for it. The the teams like seem to be going um, faster and bigger. Is Ken Holland looking for players like that? Because it looks like that's how that's the that's the Stanley Cup winners. What do you think, Bob? Faster and bigger. Yes. Uh, well, I like the fast part. Uh, how about fast and competitive? Because Yamamoto's a highly competitive player. He's quick. So, you know, I, I think for sure, you know, I think that's that, a great point. Right. I just, yeah. you know, Thanks, Bob. Okay. Seven, eight, zero, four, nine, six, zero, zero, six, three. Uh, this, this texter says, I think Cassian has been effective. He skates fast. He hits and he got the crowd into it. We're going to go to Ryan on line number three, Ryan, you're in orders now. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Good. Good. Uh, so just quick comment here on the Kane hit. Like, first of all, I think it was a suspension all day long. Uh, it's a dangerous hit. Me too. Um, all bias aside. But I, I actually I tweeted out a, a video the other day, and, I mean, it got a ton of, ton of traffic on Twitter. Um, but there was a hit three or four years ago. I believe it was Hampus Lindholm on Connor McDavid in Anaheim. I remember um, Identical. It was identical. Like, you know, the Hagel hit has been compared, and there was a Crosby one earlier in this playoffs. But that... That one on McDavid, I mean, that's the best player in the world. Right in the numbers, identical. It didn't even get a minor penalty. I mean, I don't have a problem with suspension, but, I mean, it's a really bad look for the NHL. Well, you know, it when happens all the time. It's like, it, it, you know, the the decisions that come down, and I think they – look, and we have Shannon on, and Shannon knows all those guys because he used to work for the league. It, mm-hmm. it, there's too much inconsistency, and there's always an explanation as to why they do the, the things they do. But to me, you never know what you're going to get. It's kind of like you're, you know, you stick a hundred bucks in a slot machine for, uh, you know, for two dollar spins, and, and you have no idea what's going to happen. Well, you, you know, like it's just yeah. from from one to the next. Like I, don't, I have no idea, no idea, myself. I mean, I, I, I looked at. Uh, there's just, I, I got really upset on the McDavid one uh, with Hampus mm-hmm. Lindholm in Anaheim and. About a third of the callers text the show and said, you're a complete homer, Stoffer. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that's a brutal play. You know, he pitchforked the guy into the boards. And, but I will tell you that I thought that Kane was getting a major penalty right away, and I'm not surprised that he got suspended. I'm fine with it. I was disappointed there wasn't a slew foot. I thought it was a borderline slew foot uh, by Nathan McKinnon on Leon Dreisettle. And... And the Yamamoto play for me was, but that said, Colorado's been the better team in the series. 
the series is probably where it should be. Edmonton needs to elevate their level of the performance, but there's no question there's some confusion there with the Colts. Yeah. I agree with everything you just said. And then one other thing I was going to say is like, you know, it, it's, I know there's been jokes about on Twitter, but like the, the NHL's desperation for people to bet on their product um, is at an all time high. And, and, you know, when there's just these just obvious blatant, um, just like what you just said, uh, it, it's frustrating. It's it, inconsistency. It's frustrating. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's gotta be addressed and I don't know if it will be, but um yeah, you're right. Colorado's been the better team. They're they're a really well-constructed team. Hope the others um, can pull off a miracle here. But thanks for taking my call. You bet. Well, our Colorado's right now, uh, they're the deeper team. They're a very well-coached team. Uh, and the Oilers haven't been able to find a way so far. And that's, I mean, Edmonton's been outshot in every game. Uh, I'd say that, you know, if you look at the scoring chances, Colorado's had more scoring chances. The Oilers' best chance of, of winning a game was in Game 3. Didn't ultimately happen. Let's go to, are we going uh, to Big Bad Joe on line number four? Big Bad Joe, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine, Bob. I'm very optimistic, though. You know, they played really well on Saturday, but I will say um, the suspension was okay. But And it may sound strange, though, but you know what? It happened to the right guy. You know, he's a dirty player, too, and, you know, the only thing I was worried about that he had a con, that he had a con, you, are, you, know. you are harsh, eh? Now but you know what? He, it he happened really to well. the right guy. Wow. You know, we, 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 we played really well, Bob, though. And you know what? Fun? If there is one team who can come back, it is going to be the Oilers. And, you know, you have a lot of bandwagon people. You talk to people, oh, blah, blah, blah. But if you're listening to the radio, you hear the same people who run them in the crown now. When they win, oh yeah, you know, I always said they would win and did it, and I hate people like that. You know, you, you be you're standing, you're standing behind your team in good times and in bad times, and you know what? It's a learning experience, and Albert Holland has to do tweak it a little bit here and there. You know what? We have years of Stanley Cups coming. All right. Well, you're uh, incredibly optimistic. There's no question. Thank you for the call, right. Big Bad Joe. I'm sure you're just as optimistic about the uh, Dutch national. Uh, yeah, I pick up for the World Cup. <laughs> well, they probably should have won one back in 2010, but Spain had something to do with it. Let's go to Tom on uh, line five. Tom, you're in orders now. How you doing? Hey, hi, Bob. Hi. I'm just wondering, how come the team always feels necessary to put Arnold in the lineup, even when he's injured? Because according to my record, the team is like 5-0 and without him in the line. Can you verify that for me? Uh, they're not 5-0 and because they lost in Columbus and he didn't play there. So. Okay, so what was their record this season without Arnold? Uh, 4-1. and one. They won three of the four games after they clinched the playoff spot. He got knocked out of the lineup. So their final four games of the year, they went three and one of those games. And then he missed the L.A. game, which was game six to the suspension. So they're four and one without him in the lineup. But they're not fine. What about when he was, when he was injured earlier? Uh, I would have to look back on that. They went, I mean, come on, man. Darnell Nurse. What I'm saying is, is yes, he's a good player. But when he's injured, he's a liability. Why do they always have to, have to put him in there? Yeah, I, I would think you could make. I think you could make the argument that we should see more Kulak and maybe play Nurse further down at times. But you know, there's a relationship between only Darnell Nurse and the coaching staff knows to the extent of his injuries. Uh, he's had some challenges in the series. This has been a tough series. This is the fastest team in the league. They've got to him at times. There's been some puck handling issues, and clearly he's not at 100%. So uh, there's a degree of truth to what you're saying, but I think you're also recognizing that he's still a pretty important player. Tom, thank you for the call, okay? 
Thank you. Yep, let's go to Chris on line number six. Chris, you're in orders now. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, Bob. But I just want to talk about the Oilers. They need to restructure their power play. It's killed them in the series. Uh, they need a one, t- a right-shot one-time option on the left half. Ball. Like, every other good team has this setup. Like, I don't know if you watch Tampa Bay and the Rangers, like Zabinijad and Stamkos, just one-time firing goals in from that side. Like, why are the Oilers got Nuge on his off on his uh, on the wing there, and he's trying to shoot? There's no th- th- threat well, of a shot. He doesn't shot shoot there. enough. And well, they need a one-timer, Bob. Like a right shot, one-timer. Look at every other successful power play in the playoffs. That's what they're doing. It's a like fair, David Prawn got about six goals in the power it's play. A, uh, it's a completely fair comment. Right? Now, let me ask you this: uh, Bouchard versus Barry. Both put Barry on the point, so he's, he's and Bouchard he, on the on the left half wall. And have Barry him replace and have him replace Nugent Hopkins. There? Yeah, take Nugent right off. Put Drysdale in his regular spot, and then you got McDavid down low, right right around the net, doing his magic. He can support Leon down low, and then you got Hyman in front of the net. It's All perfect. right, so here's my breakdown on the power play in the series. Game one, they had their way with Colorado on their two power plays. Obviously, they created the goal for Nugent Hopkins on the tap and on the Drysdale short side setup. Uh, and then game two, they lost momentum on both power plays. It was endemic of their entire uh, game. And in game three, they hit the goalpost. Uh, let me let me ask you this. If Bouchard scores at the end of the power play and the orders go up 3-2 instead of hitting the post, are we having this conversation? No, but why Bouchard, with his shot, he should be on the power play every power play for the whole the whole time. And, yeah. like, why not have Barry? We have the luxury of having Barry and Bouchard. Put them both out there. Yeah. So like, you look at McCarr and McKinnon. They're both right shots, right? I, I you got that tab. John I, Carlson and Ovechkin, another example. You got two righties there. You know what I mean? It's a completely fair comment. It is. It has to happen. Like, this is still them. Now, you know that you're, 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 you're obviously an intelligent guy. Where did Edmonton's power play finish the last two years in the race? I know, but, I know, but it's, they figured it out. The NHL figured it out about three months ago and the orders haven't changed it and they're they're trying to force feed the passage right so everyone everyone knows that they're trying to do that it's not yeah. it doesn't work no i they need to I, come I, up with a new they need to restructure it and they're, they're still in the series it's not over yet this is the this they is need the, more they than two adjustment. power plays a game too i think you would agree they do that. they do but i mean hey when you get them you need to score like if we could have scored on that power play we probably would have won game three we'd be having a different series completely right chris thanks for the call you bet. Have a good day. Uh, yeah, I want to get Kevin and Bob in before we go to break. So, Kevin, you got about 30 seconds. Go, let her rip, Kevin. Buddy, uh, just letting you know I uh, love your show. I went to the uh, Oil Kings game with a good friend of yours yesterday, uh, Brian Cinnamon. And, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brian's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I just want to make a comment about Pula Harvey. I'll be, I'll be quick here. I just wish he'd pick up, like, Yamamoto's uh, mentality. And uh, just be, I, I don't think he's got a lot of offense in him, but God, he's a big kid. He can skate, uh, he can hit. And I, I just wish that they develop him more with that mentality and, you know, be that third line guy that can skate and hit and play defense. I think he'd be a pretty good hockey player if he could actually do that. Okay. Thanks for the comments. Thanks, bud. You bet. Uh, Brendan, where do you want me to go here? It's 123. You make the call. Yeah, maybe let's take a timeout here, and we'll get to Bob and Jim on the other side of that. All right, off to a quick timeout. Come back with more calls when we return. Here we go. Uh, Edmonton injured. Connor Yamamoto out with an upper body issue. Um, says he's starting to feel a little bit better. Bumped into him uh, around 11.50 today. Evander Kane suspended for Edmonton. Uh, and that's going to likely result in Dylan Holloway getting into the lineup for Edmonton. Nazem Kadri is out. Upper body issue. Likely a wrist slash thumb challenge for uh, Colorado. Samuel Girard's out with a broken sternum. Burakovsky skated today. He's got an LBI. And Darcy Camper was on the ice with the main group as well. Uh, we'll wait and see how that all transpires. We have exact one minute. Uh, Bob, you got it. You got 30 seconds. Make it happen. What's going on? 
Okay, you explain to me, uh, and then I'll make two quick... Uh, How about you make your uh, two quick points? Go for it. Okay, Dreisaitl chips a puck into the corner in the ab zone. Three players uh, impede him on his way to the puck. Uh, McDavid chips a puck past the defender and then gets stapled to the boards. How is this not interference? Uh, well, they've only had two uh, two penalties called per game. The Oilers have only had two power plays. Colorado's been the received the most power plays in the NHL the last five seasons. A lot of people tell you that's because they skate. That's the best explanation I can have, Bob. <laughs> okay, thanks, Bob. You bet. Let's go to Jim on line four. Jim, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yourself? Good. What do you got? I love your show. I listen to it every day. Thank you. The suspension is warranted. Yep. I thought he'd get more, and I'm glad he only got one. Me too. Uh, they're going to win tonight. All right. Thanks for the call. And final uh, call in this cluster goes to Calgary James. Is that right? Calgary that James. Right. All right. What that do you got? Right. Well, first of all, for a guy who's an Oiler fan living in Calgary, thank you for your show. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, Oiler fans, class it up a little bit on Twitter. Holy man, we're crazy. And I don't think anybody thought we were going to be here. The future's bright. Everything should be positive. One concern that I'd like your comment on is, do we have too many small forwards coming up? Do we need some bigger, faster physical guys? What are your thoughts on that? Thanks, uh, Bob. Well, uh, big with size is always, or uh, big with speed is always good. We go to trivia. Here we go for another pair of tickets. And you have to go and text on the Ashley Five Floors text line 780-496-0063. Leon Drysettle wears the number 29 because his favorite player as a kid when his dad coached uh, Ravensburg uh, in Germany, um, Peter Dreisaitl, uh, his favorite player was on that team and wore number 29. That player won two national championships with the University of Alberta. He wore number 29. He played in the mid-2000s. He scored one of the best goals ever at Rexall Place in the 05 championship game. Who was that player? 780-496-0063. Texas on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back in six minutes' time with Mark Spector. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.